0: The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by The College Experience. Get ready for college football season by checking out all 131 college football team previews. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB.
1: Howdy ho, DeGenerinos, oh, so and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 192. This goes out to PTF4455. Uh, if that if that's your real name, um, who gave us a very nice review via Apple Podcasts, um, he mentioned that he enjoys my ad reads, and if uh, and I, and I mentioned apparently in a previous episode, if you do mention that uh, in in the review, I will give you a shout out. So I'm a man of my word. Um, you mentioned my legendary ad reads. So this episode is dedicated to PTF four four five five. And if you're in our uh SG Sports Gambling Podcast.com slash Discord, um, uh, let me know who you are. Or or get in there now. Uh, become part of, part of the squad. All right. Um, who does ed- legendary ad reads here? It would be Jeff Chalks Fox, myself, one of your your hosts on this year podcast. Um, I'm the setup man on on these episodes, Dana White Contender series, because I have a, a, an apparent expert. Um in the co-chair with me until he wasn't an expert until last week. We may have to briefly talk about last week and, um, and see what his excuses are. Um, let's bring him in right now. I think I have said enough to, to, um, to tee him up here. He used to be God. He's been down to Gumby, at least for this week. It's Daniel Vreeland.
0: Yeah, so I can I can earn it back after this one, but I, I'll give you a quick rundown of of what I kind of thought happened in each of these fights. So we we got the contract in the knockout for Esteban Rubivics. Uh He knocked yes. out Thomas Paul exactly the way that we thought in the main event in the co-main event. Uh, we got Claudio Ribeiro, who I picked against. I took Ivan Venezuela. Um, instead, Ribeiro has some of the sloppiest looking striking I've ever seen, uh, which is why I wouldn't pick him to win. He's got good power, but sloppy striking and Valenzuela decided that the best thing to do with a guy who has wide sloppy punches is to mistime a spinning back fist, uh, and sprint right into chaos, um, instead of just picking the terrible striker apart. So like, you know, low fight IQ from Ivan Venezuela there and, you know, a good punch from Ribeiro, but I don't think he'd land that if anybody actually squared up. Auto fade as soon as he's in the UFC. Jose Johnson added some wrestling; um, that was a big piece for him. Um, so he beat Jack Cartwright on me, and mostly just because like his wrestling has gotten quite a bit better and his grappling has gotten quite a bit better. Um, I got a split between Haley Cowan and Claudio Leche, and um, in, in you know that was a tight one anyway. Uh, I thought Leche should have shot a takedown early in round three to win that fight, and she didn't. Um, So Cowan winds up winning that one. And in the first fight, uh, I know Nazim Sadikov looked amazing against Hassan Zada, but I think largely it was just that spinning back kick that touched Hassan Zada in like the first second. And he was never himself again. Like we never got a chance to see him like find his rhythm because he was like hurt immediately. And, you know, obviously, you know, props to Sadikov for hurting him immediately. But, um, you know, when you're breaking down these fights, you're trying to pick the person who you think is more skilled. Um, and you know, like, I'm, I'm not sure being hurt three seconds into the fight with like a spinning back kick that happened to land flush, uh, is an indication that you're less skilled. So, um, you know, a, a couple of like, you know, nice developments, like Haley Cowan looked a little bit better on her feet than I thought she would Jose Johnson on the ground. Uh, and then just like a couple of people stinging guys early, um, that, that made me have a pretty rough night.
1: Haley Cowan has it apparently dance up. So she's got that going for her yeah i don't is that it, doctor.
0: <laughs> i mean she is she is charming on the mic I, I think that's the big piece for her right is that like she she says all the right things when they asked her about the win and whether or not she thinks she earned a contract she like also advocated for claudio Lecce to get a contract like you know like well done yeah that's, that's how you you, you spin yeah. it around
1: she's kind of kind of has that girl next door look if you live beside a gym with with a bunch of jack jack people in it but yeah, so I, I I don't I I don't uh I don't know about her in the UFC though at this point, but it's women's see. bantamweight.
0: Yeah, she beat Yanan Wu. Yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> there, well, we just caught her last episode, Dan, that's so she's no do. longer Sorry. with us.
0: Sorry about that.
1: So Gumby went one. Gumby went one and four. Lost three hundred seventy-one dollars. So on the year, ten and nine. This is very unGumby-like. Uh, he's down three hundred fifty-three bucks. Is there still time? This is week five. We're halfway there
0: almost. Pl- plenty of
1: time. All right, plenty of time. But the good thing is, uh, all our awesome Gens in the Discord uh, pick up the Gumby spirits on the night. That they're still riding, they're still rider guy, rider guy, ride or die, uh, Gumby Gumby guys. Um, so if if you need to pick me up, head into the slash discord as well, and everyone in there will give you a pick me up. Um, hopefully that is not needed this week. Fresh week, like I said, week five is rolling around. Um, everyone loves contender series. They want those winning picks. So uh Gummy is going to bring it to them this week. Uh thoughts on the before we, we hop into the picks, thoughts on this week's uh crop of talent.
0: Uh interesting in, interesting crop of talent because uh there there are a bunch of guys who I think would be uh better suited to take it to the floor. Um and as we know on contender series sometimes that doesn't happen. Uh so that makes this kind of a weird fight. Uh but I, I guess we'll see, you know, just what they come out doing. Um and Ultimately, like a lot of talent here, though, um, in in a few of them in divisions where they need fighters.
1: Yeah, it's a bunch of light, lighter weight fighters weight, uh, male and females. And then a couple. I don't know if they're chunky guys are so the chunky guys at the top. That, heavy they're, guys, they're chunk- I haven't they're, checked out their bods.
0: Uh, I, I think oh, Park, yeah. Parkin Parkin is probably more of a chunky guy. Um, ne- Nevis, he's bordering on that.
1: Yeah. OK, we- we uh, will hop into it soon. We have so many awesome sponsors now. Let me tell you about some of our sponsors first before we get you uh, um, some winning, winning picks. And the first place actually is a place you can take our winning picks to and, and make uh, turn our winning picks or Dan's winning picks. Sorry. I keep saying our, I'm not making picks here. Even though if I just picked chalk last week, I would have kicked your ass. Right.
0: Uh, it depends on when you're talking about chalk though. And it's
1: true. Everything's swap. Yeah. That's another thing with our pod. Dan picked four out of five underdogs last week. And then. What when fight time rolled around, they were all favorites. Is that right?
0: Uh one of them made it to pick them and two of them turned into favorites. One was still a dog.
1: Okay. It just shows us the power of the pod and the power of our Discord, because everyone follows the Gumby God. See, you're moving lines, Dan.
0: Yeah. Somebody tried to tell me that in the Discord, and I'm like, I don't I don't think it. and he was like, let me gas you up. <laughs>
1: You need you need this, Dan. Um, you're losing, but you're moving lines. So, all right. If you want to win at Win, let me tell you about Win Bet. Thinking of joining Win Bet? Now it's the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. If you're betting baseball, you have to check out Win Bet. The reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet MLB. Plus, Win Bet Casino is always open 24 hours. A day where you can get hundred percent deposit bonus up to a thousand bucks. Win also just released their first quarterback with five touchdowns prop bets. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcastcom win bet. So they know, oh, yes, so they know that we are the degens that sent you degens over there. So once again, slash win, W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. To claim your free bet today, offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbed.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbed is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And let me tell you about Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sportsbooks to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep records of all your games and betting activity. So go to oddstradercom slash bluewire so they know that we're, like I said, we're the gens that sent you. OddsTrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. And finally, let me tell you about Run Your Pool RYP in the house. When your pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. When your pool offers every game type under the sun, from Pick'em and survivor to fantasy pools it's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else us good people at sgpn have teamed up with ryp run your pool to host a pool for our official sgpn nfl survivor contest hop in now to reserve your spot you get 500 cash out of gumby's pay and 250 dollars gift certificate to the sgpn store to the winner you definitely want to get in the store there's uh mma gambling podcast shirts there's specific gumby shirts in there for some reason there's shirts for him not for me but whatever i'm just a setup man i've been told um and yeah, it's at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash store or or win this contest and you can get some gummies money plus you can get a gift card to the store all right if you're playing survivor gumby who are you pick in first week nfl survivor
0: Oh, I didn't who's even look, at, I didn't even look at the week one schedule. schedule. No, no. I, so no, I, I, I always, I always pick like somebody to beat up one of the terrible teams in the league. I, I'm never yeah. one of the ones who's like, you know, just riding a, a super favorite. So like, no. uh, I, I I don't know who whoever the Lions are playing, maybe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. The first, the first few weeks are kind of tough because you, you want to kind of oh no the lines are out. playing
0: the the lines are playing the eagles don't don't pick that because okay. no. the eagles could lose to anybody uh um, yeah so maybe maybe we'll go the ravens over the jets let's say the ravens there you over go jets
1: there you go yeah it, it's kind of like i said the first few weeks you kind of got to get a feel for h- how the teams are this year so anyhow get in there get in our game so here here's what you do sign up today over at play dot run com slash sgpn let's play dot run com slash sgpn thank you to all of our sponsors in that block more more on them later all right let's get into this fight card as everyone knows everyone in the know uh, knows it goes down tuesday night that's why it's called is it still called danaway's tuesday night contender series or is it just called danaway's contender series i think they got rid of the tuesday night part
0: the tuesday night's still in the logo
1: yeah yeah
0: they don't ever really call it that, I don't think.
1: But, you know, it's on tonight, everyone. You could call it that if they wanted to. 8 p.m. Eastern Eastern Start Time. Goes from the USC Apex. Always five, five fights. This is, to me, this is uh, perfect. I, I don't need five hours of fights. Um, five fights is perfect. Um, anyhow, maybe that's just because more fights causes more work for me. But with straw weights, Denise Gomes, or Gomez probably, versus Ann Amanda, uh, Superfan John wanted me to say An. Is it actually Ann? Is it, I actually don't or, know, or she to,
0: to be completely honest, because most, most of the footage that exists on here, and I did have to do, like, a little bit of research, most of it comes from, like, Dunk promotions, where you can't really hear the announcers on the videos anyway. So, like, yeah, I, I, I can't tell you with faith that I know that it's Hey-An, but we're definitely going to say it that way.
1: <laughs> Hey-An. All right, Ann, Amanda, but really her name's Hey-An, I don't know, Da Supland, probably, Da Silva, Da Souza, Da Dos Santos. But, yeah, I think she goes by Heian Amanda, or she does now. Let's tell you about her. She's 11-5, and five, two knockouts, seven submissions. She's been knocked out once. She's won four straight fights all via finish. She used to fight up at flyweight. She's got three inches of reach on Gomez, plus 170 on her. Gomez or Gomes? Is it Gomez or Gomes? I think it's Gomes, to be honest. It's it's Gomes, then. It's Heian and it's Gomes. We have decided. She's 5-1, and one. Gomes. That would be with four knockouts. She's lost once via knockout. She's won five straight fights after being knocked out in her debut as a professional. She won her last fight via TKO in Invicta, so that's impressive. She used to fight at flyweight as well. She's four years younger than Amanda. Got an inch of height on her. Minus two ten. So tell me about these gals, Dan.
0: So first of all, I- I'm gonna I- I'm gonna start here, and-, and people might be shocked after last week. I'm gonna start here by taking another dog. Um, well, mostly because. you haven't learned yet. No, mostly because, like, I don't really like Denise Gomes, and I don't really understand why she's a favorite here. Um, because if you look at her last fight, she fought – I don't know. Do you remember Milana Dodavia? She, I know she the was, name. She was in the UFC for a snippet um, a very short while, um, and, and she wasn't particularly all that good. She, I, I think she won her first fight uh, and then proceeded to lose, like, three or four in a row and got canned And, you know, like maybe to some lower level competition, but Denise Gomes fought her in her last fight for Invicta. She wound up winning with like, uh, just like overwhelming punches in the the third round, but it was largely after Dudeva like absolutely gassed herself out. Like early in the fight, Dudeva grabbed a single leg and just like the easiest takedown you've ever seen in your whole life, immediately sliced through her guard, wound up in mount and just like rained down punches for like three minutes. Couldn't get the stoppage. But like you know, just dominated her, just like made her look awful on the mat. And then Tadeva was largely tired, and like Gomes like took over. And she's fighting this this woman, Rand Amanda, is how she's chosen to come, who's fought really awful. Hey com- Anne, hey, hey Anne, sorry, hey Anne. Um, she's fought really awful competition in her last four fights. Hey, uh, hey comma Anne. Hey, yeah, that's where you can name the episode. Um, but hey, and Amanda has fought terrible competition in her yep. last four fights. Already oh, on it. Her, her last four fights, uh, her opponents are 0-6, uh, which is bad. So a lot of people, I think, saw that and are like, well, you know, she's just arm barring like shitty opponents. But she actually fought this girl Alexia Thanara, who's in LFA right now and is seven and one and is like a highly touted prospect in her own right. Um, she she fought her and lost, but like had her. On the brink with her jiu-jitsu, with like a couple of arm bars and with some good top pressure. And so, like, I think she's the right kind of grappler to beat up Denise Gomes and to take advantage of it. And like, because she has all the submissions too. Like, Gomes survived on Dedeva. I don't think she's gonna survive on Amanda. So I, I think Han Amanda is probably going to nab a submission here. Um, after she gets her to the mat. I, I like the dog play here.
1: Hey, comma Ann is the pick. All right. Let's see if Gumby's um, going to go crazy with the dogs again this week. Um, we're moving to the male side. We're moving up 20 pounds. That will make it featherweight. Josh Wang Kim versus Cameron Seyman. Is it Seyman? Seyman. Saiman. Saiman. Is it Iman?
0: Sa- it's Iman, I believe. I could be a, wrong. You have to
1: have a speech impediment to say it? Yes, correct. Sa- <laughs> I. I- Aiman. All right. So I'm not making fun of people with speech impediments, just to be clear. All right. So Aiman is 5-0. Oh. That's impressive. Three knockouts, one submission. He's a regional champion. He's eight years younger than Wang Kim, not Wang Chung, Wang Kim, plus two fifteen. Wang Kim, 5-1, and one. two knockouts, two submissions, never been finished in a fight. He's won one straight fight. That'll get you on a contender series. He won that fight via submission. Used to fight up at used to fight at... Oh, sorry, this one's Bantamweight. Excuse me. Used to fight at Featherweight. Um... What else can I tell you about him? One more thing I think I can tell you about him. He's an inch taller than Simon. Minus 275 on
0: Wang Kim. Yeah, so first of all, for Wang Kim, you know, you mentioned he's on a one fight winning streak. The other <laughs> uh the only loss he has on his record, uh, and the only thing that stops this from being, if you count his amateur career, the only thing that stops this from being a 14 fight winning streak is the fact that he landed an illegal elbow and got DQ'd uh, in an LFA. Club. Cheater, cheater, cheater. Um, in a fight, I, I largely think he was winning anyway, against a pretty damn good opponent. Um, so here's the thing about Josh Wang Kemp. Very interesting. Uh karate stance kind of guy, really wide stance, flicks out kicks really nicely. Um, but actually, I, I like his wrestling and his jujitsu better. The only like big downfall in his jujitsu is that he's like risky. Like, if he's got the back, you know, if the back is showing he's going to try to take it, whether or not he has, like, the positions of the hooks or stuff like that. And sometimes he falls off the top. But, like, Simon so is, is like, a sloppier striker than Wang Kim is. Uh, and in addition to that, he, like, relies heavily on his grappling. And I just don't think that's, like, a good plan against somebody who ultimately I think is probably a better grappler. So I, I think Wang Kim, the only the only places where he could lose this fight, I would say, are... Uh, if he gets too crazy with his grappling and winds up in some bad positions or uh, if he's just not aggressive enough, because sometimes he's really patient, as you see with a lot of guys in those karate stanzas. But I think Simon brings the fight to him enough that like he's going to take advantage of him anyway. Uh, and he's got good counters. So I'm I'm going to go with Wayne Kim here.
1: Yeah, you, you were saying he's interesting. I thought you were going to say he's like a good conversationalist, but it's his stance is interesting. He's not. An interesting yeah. Rhythm.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, he's like interesting in a way that like, a lot of times you see guys with karate stances, right? Those like big wide or uh wonder boy light on his feet, like bouncing in and out kind of guy. But like, then you don't usually follow that up by saying, and he's got really aggressive jujitsu on the ground. Like that's a weird combination to have in a fighter. Um, But like, he, he's a lot of fun to watch. He He's perfect for contender series.
1: All right. Well, you find him interesting. Uh, Do you want to go on a second date Dan? we'll pay for it if you do
0: uh i mean like he can he can come on a uh, if he wins i'd I'd love to see him for another breakdown
1: <laughs> okay there you go um all right um should i tell you about yeah let's tell you about sleeper uh don't want to sleep on these ads here sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players you probably already have a fantasy league on there the sgpn gang use it for theirs along with four million other users congratulations sleeper on that and now you can win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. First in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over slash under. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. And with the NFL season right around the corner, Sleeper is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. The main reason I'm excited about over-under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies contest or I can maybe find buddies there and play together. It's a building group chat where I can see and copy my friend's pics with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to write it up together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new Overrunner game. Have fun with your friends and make some money on your mobile phone. Join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com. Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. They're so generous. Again, go to sleeper.com. SGP and you get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details let's tell you about trade coffee next trade coffee has a it's expert taste of coffee first of all in case you didn't know about that it's got a first match guarantee as well i'll trade you confident that they'll match you right the first time with the coffee perfect for you they'll take your feedback and actual coffee expert will work with you to send you a brand new bag for free because the truth is what i like and what you like could be totally different you'll like a selection of specific coffees that are different from anyone else's Taste. So all you gotta do is answer a couple of questions, and you'll get your own personalized variety of coffees delivered fresh to you as often as you like. No gimmicks. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order, plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com/sgp. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com/sgp and let Trade find you a coffee you'll love. That's drinktrade.com/sgp for $30 off. All right, I told you about Sleeper. Make sure I didn't miss anything. Run your pool, I did. Odds, odds trader, yes. Win, yes. All right, we're good. Um, let's get into some more winning picks, shall we? Uh, let's drop down a anyway, weight class of flyweights. Still on the male side. Not a lot of. Is there more female fights coming up, or is this just going to be a mostly male season
0: of Um, I know, I know of at least one more that's coming, but I, I will be honest, I don't remember because Maria Silva is fighting. I remember seeing. So I know there's at least one, but I don't know how many.
1: Okay. Thank you, contender series expert. All right, Uh, flyweights. Arison Ferreira. I am the pronunciation expert here. Versus Jesus Santos Aguiar. There you go. Flyweights. How's that, Dan? Good.
0: No, both got both of them wrong. (laughs)
1: Perfect. People (laughs) will enjoy it then. People will enjoy it. Um, That's. That's what makes me so lovable. Uh, Aguiar, seven and one, five submissions. Been submitted once. He's won seven straight fights. So he got submitted in that. By my, my math, he got submitted in his pro debut, and then he's won seven straight. However, he's not bought since July of 2021. He is a regional champion, or was. Five years younger than Fajera, or Fajaya, plus 203. Is it Ferrera or Fajaya?
0: It's Fajaya and Aguilar.
1: <laughs> I, I like Aguiar better.
0: Yeah, you just got to put the U in there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you know? Do you know? Ferreira's nickname is Gato.
0: Yes, which and, means cat.
1: Yes, very good. See, Dan must have been using one of our sponsors that I'm going to talk about soon. Um. He's 11 and one. Do you know that? With 10 I knockouts. Did. I did. 10 knockouts. Never been finishing a fight. One no one contender series. So he's one of the gentlemen who they have invited back this year. He's won five straight fights. Three inches of height on Aguilar. Aguilar. Aguilar, <laughs> minus i already forgot minus 263 you're going chalk here is my guess. yeah
0: yeah yeah i, I actually like for quite a bit here uh, uh you're saying it wrong now yeah you got me saying it wrong he's one of the guys who beat the one of the chinese contenders here, or the chinese uh um performances two Performance guys Center? yeah yeah last year and i think he looked not that good because uh, Kui Lan Kui, it was one of those guys who like, I, I think was very athletic and very fast and kind of surprised people. Um, and it's actually gone on to win his fight on road to the UFC, which is a uh, p- pretty respectable as well. So like Fajeda is, is good with the hands, obviously by all those knockouts, but he actually wound up winning that fight by going to his grappling in the third round. Cause he's got good top pressure and good abilities to like push the pace on the ground, passes guards. Well, I'm going to just be honest with you. The way I see Jesus Santos Aguilar is he's a Hail Mary submission specialist. Um, He he wants you to shoot a takedown and he's going to try to jump on the guillotine. And if he doesn't get it, he's going to try to readjust for the guillotine from the bottom. And if he doesn't get that, he's probably going to lose. And and with Fajita, I just think he's smart enough to stay out of the guillotine. And he's going to win this fight without getting guillotined.
1: So that's the key. Stay out of the guillotine.
0: If, if he stays out of the guillotine, I, I can't imagine he loses this one. So if you are one of those people who's on Jesus Santos Aguilar, like, just don't bet the dog money. Bet, bet the sub prop, too, because it's worth it. Um, But, no, Fajeda here is, is the right play.
1: So if you're in his corner, you would just be yelling that, stay out of the guillotine. I mean, I, I just think it's he's— right probably better than most corner work.
0: I think he's probably just not going to shoot a takedown, because uh, I think he's going to win on the feed anyway. Yeah. Um, and, and it'd be smarter, especially yeah. being that, like, he kind of did the safe thing last time and didn't get the contract. So, like, keeping it on the feet this time happens yeah. to be the safe thing and it's going to be the more entertaining thing.
1: Okay. So, so far we got Amanda as a dog, and then we got Wang Kim, favorite. Fehera favorite. Let's see what we're, we're moving to the co main event. See what we go here. This is, we're moving up and wait. now. Walter Waits, Emeryn Gogoladzi, not Gogol Plata, Gogoladzi, Mysterious Flowers. And this one is at welterweight. As I said, let me tell you about flowers first. Beast Mode is his nickname. He's 11, 5, and 1, seven knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out once, submitted four times. So he's been finished in all of his losses. He's won three straight fights, however, The last two via knockout or TKO. Used to fight up at middleweight. Uh, actually, recently, he's been fighting at middleweight, plus 243 on this. Gogolodzi, do you know what his nickname is, Dan?
0: um i interviewed him and i don't know his nickname that's weird
1: the sniper another oh like, i did
0: know that i didn't know that
1: my god well we we have to put a moratorium or whatever the, the expression is on, on these snipers down there's just too many snipers we can't have that many snipers
0: it, it makes it a very dangerous playing field
1: <laughs> it does, sure does uh let me tell you about this guy gogo Lodzy, it's a his nickname should be gogo that's a good nickname and people like lazy nicknames like that uh, he's 12-2, and two, 7 knockouts, 3 submissions, never been finished in a fight. Won three straight fights all via TKO. He's a regional champ or was. 4 inches taller than Flowers, 3 years younger, minus 303, so a pretty sizable favorite, the biggest one we've hit so far.
0: Yeah, and and he's going to have a big size advantage. Like uh, Flowers is a yeah. you know 5'9, you know has been middleweight over a middleweight uh, yeah, a middleweight but but he's going to be a, a uh you know welterweight, but like he is a as st- like, go, go yeah. object, 6 6'2". You know, he's going to have five inches of height oh, on okay. this guy, yeah. despite yeah. the fact that he's an actual welterweight. And, and really, the, the difference is, like, if you see the physique of, of Darius Flowers, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's that's why he's fighting at this weight class. Um, and, and the thing about Flowers, to me, is, like, if you watch him fight, he just throws, like, unholy haymakers nonstop until he's exhausted, which is usually about two seconds into the fight. Um, and Gogoladze. Uh, gonna love. Yeah. I mean, he might love it, but Gogoladze here it, like throws really good combinations. He's a little bit sloppy sometimes on the entries, but like also like his ground game looks like a, all the other dudes, you know, from Georgia's ground games. You know what I mean? Like he's a Merabh Devalish from Georgia.
1: Does he yeah. have one of those accents?
0: He, he does. Not one of those. No, nope. it's the Piggly um, Wiggly. I don't think he goes to the Piggly Wiggly. Um, okay. I, I'll ask him next time I interview him though. Uh, uh he, he, you know, he has like a Marab devashvili or or Ilya Tapuria type brown game where it's like good submission skills and really heavy top pressure and like he he's just better in every way. Flowers only only is to catch him with a haymaker two minutes in and and I'd say after two minutes Gogoladze can just do whatever he wants.
1: Flowers looks like he could be a chunky guy that we enjoy.
0: Is he? He, a a he guy? might be a chunky guy. At, at <laughs> Maybe Welfare, not at welterweight. At welterweight, at middleweight. He looked he looked like he might have been he might still be at welterweight he's five <laughs> nine he's not tall yeah.
1: yeah yeah it's true dan and i are tall so we're we're making fun of you five nine people out there take that Um <laughs> lodze minus 303 boy this is very he you've gotten very jeff chalks fox over the last three picks minus 275 minus 263 minus 303 i think someone got his hand burned last week and he's he's playing it smart this week
0: well i i think also too that these are just like not as close of fights as last week like last week you know, we had the, the Cartwright, Jose yeah. Johnson one was like plus 135 or something like that. We're getting like, they're all 200s and 300s. And there's a reason they're three hundreds. and
1: 300s. Yeah. So it's going to be a squash. Is this a squash week of Contender Series, perhaps?
0: It might be. It it yeah. might be, to be completely honest. Yeah, th- There's a, there's some guys with some gaps.
1: All right. That's tell you about our final couple of sponsors here. Babbel, new, our new sponsor of ours, for most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. As I told you last podcast, I took French all through high school, but uh, I do not know. Je ne and pas was the main expression I relied on, and then I took Spanish, and I got a D in it. I did pass, though. So, And I think, Gumby, you know a billion languages, right? Uh, just a Little
0: dabblings of each,
1: mostly. There you go. Dabblings of each. Now, you can get more than that, thanks to Babbel. The language learning app has sold more than 10 million subscriptions. That's how many people listen to our podcast as well. Uh, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language with Babbel. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. I thought now that pretty much like pandemic stuff's over, we don't have to connect with our family in a deeper way anymore, do we?
0: I... I, I- I don't I don't know. No,
1: <laughs> we're free to roam the streets now. Come on. Um, OK, what language would you pick, Gumby, if you were using this? What one do you I, want to learn more on?
0: I, I want to learn a little bit more Dutch. And actually, okay. to be completely honest, I've always wanted to do like a, a Portuguese interview because I've done a couple of foreign yes. language ones, but I've never been able to do them without an interpreter.
1: Yeah, uh, do Portuguese and then you can tell me if it's really hey, am or Ray. <laughs> We need to know that. I don't know if Babel can help us with that though. But Babel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn new, new language on the go. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babel's lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, English, Italian, and German. Plus, Babel's speech recognition technology helps you helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. For up to 60% off your subscription, Babbel, language for life. Plus, we're brought to you by Elias. It's almost... The start of the NFL season, and everyone around SGPN is very excited about that. And if you're into sports betting or fantasy, you'll need a competitive edge to win. That's why I highly recommend the Elias Game Plan app. It's the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. Elias Game Plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats. Elias Sports Bureau, the official statisticians of U.S. pro sports leagues, including the NFL. The app lets you access team and player stats, head-to-head team comparisons, and Elias insights from the Elias Sports Bureau's research team. This app really is your one-stop source for player news and league-validated player stats and team records, expert game analysis for betting, building your fantasy team, impressing friends, all those important things there. Perfect for the preseason. You get player previews to help you draft a winning fantasy team and team previews so you know what to expect as the regular season kicks off. Elias is the most respected research team in the industry. Quality information is key. So I'm glad they created this app for accurate data and important context. Take my advice. Download the Elias Game Plan app today with new features available all the time. Take your game to the next level. NFL season is right around the corner, so don't wait. Find Elias Game Plan in the App Store or Play Store today. All right. Without further ado, main event time. Eduardo Neves, or is it Neves? I think he said Neves. It's Neves.
0: No, it's Neves. Damn it.
1: Why do I second guess myself? I'm so stupid. Uh, Michael Parkin.
0: Did I get that right? You did he's British, it's easy <laughs> but you,
1: you Mick though uh he's mick parkin um uh just like that jagger fellow, the sir mick jagger um nevez,
0: what's his nickname dan um Neves, I don't actually know that one off the top I don't know a lot of the nicknames for guys on the oh, it's bebazoo though isn't
1: it Bezoo b b z a o
0: it's, it's, it's beo it. what does that mean it, it means big baby in
1: court. <laughs> i approve is he a big but, baby then does he cry I mean, in the cage he,
0: i think it's just because he looks like a he's a young guy but he's huge that's okay. all
1: right let me tell you about these guys let me tell you about the brit first we have a brit champion again in the ufc so maybe he will uh he will take the uh, uh the pride in that and he will he will win here we shall see Mick parkin five and oh with five knockouts he's regional champ Two inches height on Neves plus 180. Don't have much to tell you about these guys because they have not fought much. But Bazao, Neves five and zero with five knockouts. Five years younger than Parkin minus 220. So give us some context on these gentlemen and give us a pick, please.
0: So the the interesting thing about Parkin is that a lot of people like fancy that he's he's good on the mat, um because like he's he's got you know like if you go back and watch his fights like there there's clearly sometimes where he wins by like ground and pound and stuff like that. But I have seen some really awful grappling out of him, like some truly awful grappling. He fought this guy named Ashley Pollard, um, who is seven and eight in his career. And I, if I'm being straight, just like doesn't look like a heavyweight. I think he's just like, was like way undersized to be fighting somebody like Parkin and like, Parker shot a takedown and was immediately countered with a guillotine that the that Ashley took right into mount. Um, so like I have huge concerns about like his, even his offensive grappling. And that's really the place where Nevis is weakest is like defending takedowns and being on his back because on the feet, he's really technically sound. He keeps his hands high. He's like, one of the few heavyweights you'll see who like does stance switches well and uses feints. Um, you know he doesn't keep his hands low like a lot of heavyweights do who are loading up on power. Um, when people try to clinch him up to get to those takedowns, he works out of it extremely quickly It circles away. So like I, I kind of like Vivashaw here just to keep the distance, uh, light him up on the feet, do what he needs to to defend the takedown attempts and and probably you know win the heavyweight style fight, right? Heavyweights going in there to knock people out and you know, I got, I think he's got the power to knock people out. I've seen some pretty good knockouts granted with the exception of the last one in LFA, maybe not against the greatest competition, but the last one was good.
1: So you go, Mr. Dan chalks Vreeland went chalk once again. So it's not his fault. People, he, he just picks them as, as he sees them. So uh, get in on these lines as soon as you can, because they're going to be even more chalky by the time this podcast drops and people actually hear what they're going to be. God, uh, is picking for for this event because he moves lines. He may not always win, but he does at the very least move lines. So, all right. Uh, um, Which one did you whiff on this week? We're going to go back to you only uh, being allowed to whiff on one fight per week. If
0: I'm so. only allowed to whiff on one. I, I mean, like the easy thing to say is underdog. my, you know, my damn near two to one underdog is, is yeah. one to miss. But if I was going to miss one of the favorite ones, I'll be honest. Like it wouldn't surprise me if the shot, the bad takedown that I mentioned in, in, Santos Aguilar gets that guillotine because I will say this you know I I knocked that he was like a uh you know a home run hitting threat with with just like only a guillotine and nothing else the guillotine's good it's really good um but like you know when that's your only threat like it's that that's not enough to be in the UFC um you can't be Cody McKenzie right um
1: so yeah Uh, like Cody McKenzie can be but no one else can
0: Yeah. Can, yeah. Can, can he? Is he not bare knuckle boxing by now? He'd feel like he'd be uh, bare knuckle boxing.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. No, I don't think so, but I'm not positive. But
0: yeah. Yeah. But so maybe that. Maybe the the hail mary guillotine.
1: Okay. Fair enough. Who's getting contracts? Everybody.
0: Um, well, I mean, heavyweights always get them, right? Yeah. Uh, Harrison Harrison Ferreira uh, is going to be a guy who's now won twice in the contender series. It'd be shocking not to get him in there. Um. You know, Gogoladze, I think they're gonna salivate over. It. Like, I, I think he's just like an easy one. The, I, I can see Joshua and Kim winning a decision where he like gave up some dumb positions and didn't get the finish and, and gets left out in the cold, especially because he's got only a five in one record. That's one of those ones where Dana's like, he's he's young, he'll he'll get a couple more yeah, wins exactly, see him yeah. back here. Um I think he's gonna make the UFC one day, just not now. Um is it one of his favorite ones. So I can see Joshua. Wing- yeah, I could see Josh Wayne Kim doing something stupid just enough on the mat to <laughs> not get the finish, and then get left out. Um, and then if if the the strawweight fight goes the distance, whoever wins is not getting a contract. They're just not exciting enough to like be the type no. to do that. Um, unless Amanda gets the finish, like I think she could.
1: See, uh, you hear that, Josh? Don't do something stupid. Make don't make Gumby look smart here. Don't do something stupid. All right. Um, I guess you, the top turtle, I was going to ask if any of these guys are on top turtle, but top turtle will not. Be. Well, actually you have one of them on last week, right?
0: I did have a mirror on Google odds. on last yeah. week. Okay. Yep. And then, um, no, I have some, my next episode, which will be out, uh, might be out early this week with there being no UFC, uh, no like research to do on an upcoming UFC event. Um, but there'll be a couple of can future contender series guys on too. um, Blake builder and Roybert Echeverria.
1: You're making names
0: up again. Blake Builder, you don't know, believe. Yes. Blake Blake, Blake the, the Builder. Builder. <laughs> Blake the Builder. Be. And what about Roybert? Do you love the first name Roybert?
1: Roybert. Yeah, that's very classic. He shouldn't be a fighter. He should be yeah. a um a uh, living in a castle off his parents money.
0: Yeah, that's not the case. He is a uh, political refugee from Venezuela, which is, makes that conversation super interesting. So you're going to want oh. to listen to that.
1: Can I call him Hoibert? Can I pretend he's from Brazil?
0: No, he's he's very, very proud of his Venezuelan heritage.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right, fine. Fine, fine. I, I like to just paint everyone with the Brazilian brush, but I know it's it's not fair. It's
0: you like... could be like one of those Nelka boys and just give him a, 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 what was it, a luchador mask?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> I, I, well, we still don't really know who those guys are
0: right i i have no clue other than that one guy has now given marlon vera a luchador mask and been slapped by nate diaz and that's literally all i know him from
1: <laughs> that's more than that's two more things than I, I know um finally this probably should have been on last episode but um why would someone want to watch ufc 278 with the gronks they were advertising watch it with the gronks why would why would a same person want to do that
0: I, I'm going to just say this because uh, cause I'm going to be a little bit critical of ESPN's programming. ESPN <laughs> decided to do the Manning cast for, for football. Right. Yep. And, and, and it was brilliant. It's great. I don't know if you've ever listened to it or if you're an American football fan or whatever, but, like, it's amazing. It's really fun to listen to. They have all kinds of weird celebrities on from all different walks of life. And it sounds like you're you're – in their living room watching football with them, which is fun because they're knowledgeable about football. They've got tons of yeah. stories about football, but you feel like you're sitting in their living room. And the ESPN was like, "Oh, they like it when we put two famous guys on an alternative broadcast." And then they were like, "You know who's personable? A Rod." <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, him too, right?
0: Like, yes, Ava. he's he's not though. No, what if we put like him, him with? who who can we get famous to be with him how about a broadcaster the whole point is it's not a broadcaster so like then yep. they give you a rod and michael k and it's dry uh, yeah uh it's real bad so
1: i, I, I think, don't think the gronks were dry were they
0: i'm sure they weren't i didn't watch it but like the no, ufc or the espn just keeps going back to that well and they need yeah. to realize that like the mannings are not everybody else they're better
1: no <laughs> they're better than you their name should be Roybert.
0: <laughs> that's the it, fifth. It, that's it, the fourth Manning after Cooper.
1: Yeah, the Roybert Manning. Yes,
0: which true. I know. I know we've already gone too long here, but I'm just gonna quickly <laughs> mention this too. Cooper Manning, the third Manning brother. Do you know he yes. has his own ESPN podcast right now? No way. It's called yeah. Soup with Coop. It's him yeah. and a famous yeah. person eating a bowl of soup together. <laughs> See, it,
1: it, it doesn't. Uh, I used to be kind of proud to have a podcast, but yeah, not, not anymore. If if, if that's the thing, so soup with everybody Coop. has a podcast now. Soup with Coop. <laughs> let's let's leave everyone on that uh delightful note get in our discord um everyone now well actually now yeah you can get in there now john's at least in there talking uh, maybe to himself but he he's always in there um get in there for tuesday night and we can talk some fights for this contender series and you can either tell gumby how great he is or you can um try to talk him off off of the ledge um what else can you do you can follow us on sgpn mma on twitter jeff fox writer on twitter on Twitter. You can read our stuff at sportsgamingpodcast.com. You can read my MMA stuff at moneymma.substack.com. You can give us a review. We're still giving away a $50 gift card. Maybe we'll make it the end of August. We'll be our cutoff. We'll randomly pick someone who's given us a review and we'll give you a $50 gift card to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash store so you get some amazing gear and look super cool. Super, super cool. So get those reviews and I think that is it. Do you have anything else you need to say?
0: i think you got it all
1: all right we'll be back wednesday with a non-ufc podcast wednesday and thursday we'll we'll have some fun if you have questions or topics you'd like us to cover over the next three pods let us know um we'll definitely give you some winning picks uh, for some regional stuff um uh, we'll, well we'll shoot the breeze who knows what will come up we'll we'll figure out something to do uh until then i will remain jeff hoibert fox he will remain gumby vreeland and we will talk to you on wednesday hopefully he's Gumby god by then bye